just a heads up. You know how last couple of times I've recorded, I've been like, uh, this and this and uh, pause while I look something up. Last couple times? The last two have been more than normal. This one, I have 99% of it. And it's even like written out so I can just like read along that last. Did I say 99 or 90? You said 99. <laughs> Let's go with like 95. That last 5% <laughs> though, I'm going to have to be like pause because I have a note here who says, Mother of guy who did a thing. So that'll <laughs> remind me to. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We are the ladies of strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. That was the third take on an intro and I really wanted to mess it up, but I knew you would be real mad at me. Breaking the fourth <laughs> wall much? Jeez. It's fine. It's fine. I really wanted to mess it up. Well, Tiffany, to put you on the spot, do we have any important announcements this week? <sighs> Breaking <my> news from <laughs> Tiffany. <laughs> I'm so glad she picked up on that sound I did effect. too. I just didn't want to copyright. It's <laughs> not copyright. No, it's not. Breaking news. Uh, yes, we do. Last week, we released a logo. This <gasps> week, we're releasing merch, people. Merch, merch mother fluffers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Mother fluffing merch, mother fluffing merch. Mm-mm, mother fluffing merch, mother fluffing merch. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Get it, girl. Mm. That's our theme song mm. now. <laughs> <laughs> New logo and theme song brought to you by Ashley. Copyright. Uh, logo is not brought to you by Although, me, to be fair, if we had to choose, it might be the VeggieTales a remix you did. <laughs> yeah. With way back when. Oh, way back when. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Yep. way back when <laughs> now um this merch is brought to you by rebecca because she is the bee's knees and mm-hmm. kicks butt i just know how to computer hey but somebody has to do it it's exciting i'm pumped we're gonna have a good time and you should definitely buy your loved ones some merch for the holidays we have a bunch of really cool stuff we have t-shirts we have sweatshirts we have mugs we have tote bags we have stickers and that's what we got um (laughs) just so y'all know for a limited time we are gonna have not only the new logo available but the og ladies of strange logo available until the end of the year so get on it guys and then it will be for special pre not yet determined Pre not yet determined, <laughs> not yet determined moments. It might come back. It might not. <laughs> mm-hmm. We don't know yet. Wink, wink, nudge, <laughs> nudge. Stay and tuned. Slash follow us on Patreon. Yeah. Yes. Which is also getting a revamp. You'll have to stay tuned next week for that, though. Mm, spoilers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have that in my notes somewhere. Spoilers? spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Patreon. <laughs> no, Patreon isn't in here. <laughs> Well, I guess that's a nice segue. Tiffany, what are we talking about this week? Okay, ladies. Tell me what you know about the Revolutionary War. It was revolutionary. It was in 1776. Our founding fathers were there. It ended in 1776? No. Began in 75. 75. When did it end? 83. So it it was in 1776. I know (laughs) nothing. She's not wrong. Wait, when was the Declaration of Independence signed? Uh, That was July 4th of 76. Ha! That's why I had that year. I feel better. Anyway, why are we talking about the Revolutionary War, Tiffany? I haven't seen Hamilton, so I had to rely on history resources, which isn't <laughs> as much fun. 
So this is, we're going to have a quick little (laughs) history lesson. Known to those not in the U.S. as the American War for Independence, the Revolutionary War raged from April 19th of 1775 to September 3rd of 1783. It was the Treaty of Paris that ended it. In the words of Ron Swanson, nothing mattered before then. Uh, There you go. See, there were about 25,000 casualties which is roughly 1% of the population of America at the time. 25,000 on the American side? Is it on the British side? Is it combined? I think that's on the American side. Stuff you or stuff they don't want you to know, podcast. You can listen to that and they, they'll tell you which one they meant. Because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't take that detailed of a note. The 13 colonies fought against taxation without representation because they had the Stamp Act of uh, 1765, the Townsend Act of 67, the Tea Act of 73, all these different taxation acts Mm -hmm. and no representation in Parliament. Mm -hmm. So the Boston Tea Party, which happened in 1773, sparked Parliament to pass a series of measures known as the Intolerable or uh, Coercive Acts. I can say coercive. <laughs> coercive. The co- what the did I write there? It's called the Intolerable Acts mm-hmm. or the Coercive Acts. Both. I think it's officially called the Coercive Acts, but it was known as the Intolerable. That's a really good band name. The right? Intolerables? Just, yeah. The Intolerables. These, DM. <laughs> these were meant to reassert imperial authority, but really it just pissed off a bunch of people. <laughs> so in response, the first con- continent. In response, throw them over your shoulder like, like a, a continental, continental soldier. Do hang, hang low. In response, the first Continental Congress met to discuss a course of action in September of seventy-four. They wanted representation in Parliament and the removal of British armies currently in the colonies without consent. A Declaration of Rights was issued, and they voted to meet again in May of seventy-five. Dun dun dun! Before they could meet, though, April eighteenth, seventeen seventy-five, Paul Revere. And the shot heard round the world happen. British militia marched from Boston to Concord, Massachusetts, in an attempt to seize an army cache. Paul Revere rode through, the British are coming, the British are coming. That's all I really remember from history class about the Revolutionary <laughs> War. That's why I'm including I was about to say, wasn't there like a schoolhouse rock on this? About the British remember. are coming? I thought there was. Paul Revere? It might be a Mandela effect, but I specifically remember a schoolhouse rock on this. There could sure, be. Sure, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there was because the resulting battle started the Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. So, uh, the Second Continental Congress. That, that song just popped into my head. Yes, it's real. Sorry. Sing it. <laughs> the shot heard around the world was the start of the revolution. And that's all I got. Oh. I'll take it. All right. The shot heard around the world uh-uh. was the start of the revolution. No, what? Revolution. I-, I swear my homeschooled life wasn't just schoolhouse rock, guys. <laughs> I would be perfectly fine with that. Schoolhouse rock and veggie tales. I'm a good Christian homeschooled kid. It's funny because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The Second Continental Congress formed an army and started the journey to freedom. On July 4th, 1776, the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of Independence. So that's what y'all signed. So Tiffany and I signed back in 1999. The Declaration of Independence was signed, but that meant nothing to Britain, and the war continued. That means nothing to Britain. That meant nothing. That means nothing. They didn't get that subtweet. (laughs) So the war continued. You Mm -hmm. have to tag them in the subtweets, too, okay, people? Hashtags are powerful, guys. (laughs) Well, apparently they didn't have hashtags when they started this, so They just pound everything? (laughs) (laughs) More ways than one. 
All right, so how were 13 little colonies supposed to defeat the world's greatest militia without hashtags? Through stubbornness. Our powers combined. For the most part, the deck was stacked against them. They did have a few advantages, though. Supplies didn't need to be shipped across the Atlantic. Soldier replenishment, which is a weird way for me to phrase that, sorry. But when soldiers died, they didn't have to wait for more to be shipped across the Atlantic. They just go, you know, grab the next in line. (laughs) It's war. It's how it works, unfortunately. And they had knowledge of the train. Even still, the odds were not in their favor. Enter the spies. Tiffany made the fingers, so I knew to, ooh. Yes. (laughs) I'm so excited. (laughs) Espionage. (laughs) Are you okay, Ashley? Tiffany made the fingers, so I knew to, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm getting that on a sticker. (laughs) Espionage. Can we talk about spies, please? Yes. Uh, Espionage. Ooh. General George Washington. Spoilers. The first president of the United (laughs) States. (laughs) Oh, that one. Thank you for the clarification. Uh Yeah. I almost put it in, uh, you know, the war war ended, too, when I told you about the Treaty of Paris, but decided. (laughs) Spoiler alert. It didn't Uh last forever. (laughs) Spoiler alert. We won. And we just created new ones since then. Since then. Okay. I heard since then. I was like, "Mm, that too. Uh, what was I talking about? George Washington. Uh, he had his intelligence chief, Benjamin Talmadge, organize a secret, top secret network of spies. He asked that Benjamin tell no one who was in the organization beyond those within it. Not even future President Washington knew. Can't coerce information from someone if they don't have it. So thus, the Culper Spy Ring was born. Dum, dum, dum. Ooh. Tiffany's making the fingers. Ah, it's going to be my new thing. So he recruited his friend, Abraham Woodhall, whose code name was Samuel Culper Sr. to be mm. his agent. Unfortunately, Abraham, when he would make his frequent trips to Manhattan from where he lived in Long Island, the British were like, what are you doing constantly Come out of here? They got real suspicious. So he had to enlist some help. He had to step back and not be as involved as before. So Woodhull or Culpepper Sr. asked a relative living in Manhattan, Robert Townsend, to help as well. So Robert's codename was Samuel Culper Jr. Original. Right? Townsend or Culper Jr., would gather information and pass it on to a tavern keeper who would then travel 110 miles to New York to buy supplies. So that was his reason for going to New York and return with the intel where Culpepper Sr. was. So Jr. would give it to Sr. through this tavern owner getting supplies. This information would be passed to a captain of a whaleboat, Caleb Brewster, who would use this information to raid British shipping ports. So you had somebody in New York who'd get all this intel and say, okay, there's going to be supplies coming in here. Go raid it. Knock out. They can't do as much without their supplies. Go team. (laughs) (laughs) Just telling you. Go team. Go team spy. Right? But how was this done? Like, how did the information get from one person to the next? Well, with the use of a lady, of course. Oh, my. Oh, my. Miss Anna Smith Strong had a wonderful view of the Long Island Sound from her yard. I don't think she'd have that accent if she was in New York or Long Island. In, in 1917? Seven, yeah. 70s. She wouldn't be a Southern Belle. No, she would be a British colonist, so she would have an English accent, maybe? Sure. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend to have one of those, because I'm just going to make a fool of myself. So we're going Southern. What is it? Transcontinental was the thing for a while. 
before. The, I, I the, have the no real idea. World? That's what I thought too. Is that not what we're talking I about? I was trying to think of accents that would be around at that time, and I all I of can't. them. No. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there. So Miss Anna Smith Strong had this wonderful view. What she would do was she would use her clothesline to relay information. So Caleb Brewster had six different ports he would use to dock to get information, but he was well known there. So if he would use the same one every time, he could be intercepted and possibly taken out. You know, you never know who knows what's going on. So they had these six different ports and Miss Anna would see where he was at. And depending on how many handkerchiefs she hung on her clothesline would mean what port he was at. So Culper Jr. or Townsend would go by her house and see four handkerchiefs he knew okay brewster's in port four four or <laughs> you know down the street to the left um <laughs> good old port down the street to the left exactly and if woodhull or Culper or townsend oh i'm sorry Culper senior is the one who has the information here if Culper senior had information and brewster was out and about anna would hang her black petticoat out to dry Ooh. and <clears throat> brewster would come into port. Her nether regions would be exposed. Nether, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm certain she had more than one petticoat, guys. Her vunovapa. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you know that <laughs> pants over in the UK means underwear? Yes. Yeah? So I found this out because our lovely listener CK is over in the UK, and my Instagram was in Tiffany's pants. And finally, after, you know, being friends with me forever, what feels like forever, he was like, so what's up with this? (laughs) So, oops. Anywho. All because of the Lisa Frank's pants. Frankie pants. Frankie pantsies. Mm -hmm. Fancy Frank pants. Mm -hmm. So aliases. Like the Culper Jr., Culper Sr., all this jazz. Code names Invisible Ink, which could be deciphered using either candlelight or certain chemicals could bring it out, which mm-hmm. everybody knows what Invisible Ink was made out of, right? P. Yeah. Or I, guess, I think you can make it out of lemons, too. Well, urine's more fun. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather make it out of <laughs> lemons, but <laughs> I did it's not a, know that. It's a cooler story to say it was made from pee. So... Except for, like, I would be the one that would, like, send the super secretive letter and be like, haha, you touched my pee. No, <laughs> That's what my super secret message would say. <laughs> Damn it, we're trying to win a war here, <laughs> Ashley. You, you touched my pee, LOL. LOL. Hashtag. You wasted two weeks of our time for this. <laughs> yes. Except if you sent it to Tiffany, she just accidentally sent it on fire. No, I would probably be, like, doing something, handling the note and, like, scratch my face or something and read it and be like, oh, and it'd send back a secret message that was, like, your pee touched my mouth. and then we've lost four weeks of the war and there's just no recuperating you guys think they're joking this is how our text thread works not with p but it sounds similar sometimes with p (laughs) i'm not giving y'all vodka again that's not true i've barely had any oh man yes it's not always about the alcohol okay sometimes we're just happy All right, so junior, P- senior, P, petticoats. P letters, got it. Yes, alias codename Visible Ink Ciphers. There was a Culper book of encryptions and stuff. Handkerchiefs, all wonderful tactics used by the Culper spiring. Fun fact, George Washington's code was 711. Mm. <laughs> New York was 727. Oh, right. Did he like slurpees? Uh, right. <laughs> That's why he had wooden teeth. 
All the Slurpees. <laughs> he liked cherry Slurpees. Yes, ex- precisely. You guys, we could write our own history book. Let's do it. Let's not. Well, well you're no fun. <laughs> or a podcast. <laughs> we'll just go with that. So now this is all well and good. But how were they able to get so much information to relay? Communication. P? Yes. (laughs) Both are correct. However, we'll take a drink break and I'll give you my answer afterwards. Okay. Shall I mix something up for the rest? Just stay at the bathroom, please. Yes, please. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Yes, please. You are listening to 5.30 on your podcast aisle. Confused yet? Well, my dad, Raymond, or Rockland, is putting out 5 and 30, an interview podcast. Wait, wait, don't leave. It's not going to be one of those boring, hour-long shows, no. He's going to be sitting down with creators, voice actors, and hosts from many different shows that he swears you will have heard of, and asking them five random questions. They could be simple, deep, or just plain silly, and after they answer them, they'll get 30 seconds to plug whatever they want. No matter what, the goal is for you, yes you, to get to know the people behind the shows you listen to even better. And who knows, maybe you'll even find a new show to check out. This will all be coming to you everywhere you already get your podcasts starting the first week of the new year. Check castjunkie.com for more details. (sighs) Okay, Dad, I did the thing. Can I please go now? Five and 30 with Ruck coming soon. And we're back. We're back, Jack. We're back. And here's my answer to the question that was asked beforehand. Are we in trouble? No, 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 no. You're supposed to reply you're in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) You're so funny. Um... How were they able to get so much information to rely on? Enter Agent 355. <gasps> Such a sexy name. They should have replaced James Bond with him. Right? Oh, that was loud. Sorry. <laughs> what was 007? I knew that. Um, But it wouldn't be replacing. <laughs> we would not be replacing 007 with him. I'll explain why. As with any great spy. Oh, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which Tiffany is clearly not. Who is Agent 355, Tiffany? I'm glad you asked, ladies. The answer is, we don't truly know. Oh, jeez. Enter Rebecca's eye roll is what I put on right here. Twin B. Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love doing this to you. As with any great spy, their true identity remains a mystery. You just look up, like, unsolved stories that could aggravate my co-host. Yes. Okay. I'm glad you went through my search history. (laughs) So many things make sense. Um, Here are the things I can tell you. We couldn't replace 007 with him because 355 was code for lady. (laughs) How? The same way George Washington was 711 and New York was 727. The three sideways is the boobs and then fives are the hips. Nope. (gasps) Nope. Oh my God. Turn that other five the other way Mm -hmm. and like baby got back. God, why? Little in the middle, but she got two fives. (laughs) (laughs) Best friend. Maybe Rebecca should place a disclaimer anytime we're drinking liquor. (laughs) I really don't think it has anything to do with no, the liquor. Just, you're, um, you're correct. The puns is just us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. natural. 
Let's check her fives. All right, so 355 was... <laughs> so how do they know 355 is a lady if they don't know anything else we about this spot? explained it. Look, you just, we don't know much about this. We just know, like, the agents themselves knew this. Okay. The reason we know 355 was code for lady is because we have the cipher. Like, there's a copy of the cipher. and They're able to break down certain things, and they just don't have much information on who was actually 355. So, like, a number station, but they reuse the numbers totally it's, i it's have like that in those... my notes right here let me just erase it real quick it's one of those like cipher things that you used to have to do on the back of cereal boxes where yeah. it's like this symbol is this letter and this symbol is this letter what is this phrase say meanwhile yeah. i did mine and my awana book because we, we discussed that earlier anyway we hold you in our hearts Ooh, finish it. Something about farts. And when we think about you, it makes, makes us want to fart. It's it. we hope we never part. <laughs> <laughs> Is that y'all's theme song? It's what? from Salute Your Shorts. I, okay. Um, three, five, five? Three, five, five. I'm going to get you to watch Salute Your Shorts. So there was only one direct reference to her in all of Culper's correspondences that we have. Woodhull, or Culper Sr., wrote this about her to George Washington. She is one who hath been ever serviceable to this correspondence. So we still don't know for sure that it's a lady. Well, no. So there are like references that say her and things like that. But what they've deduced, the information they know for sure is that it was a lady. Could have been a ship. I've been waiting for you to break out into song, any song that has lady in the chorus and replace replace it with 355. (laughs) That's right. You're my best friend. (laughs) I just say lady and she knows I'm going sticks. (laughs) Oh, I knew that too. Okay. You know sticks, but you don't know Mandy Moore and salute your shorts. Yes. I'm, you know what? Again, as much as had my dad's records, we don't need to get into it. As much as I love Mandy Moore, I'm I'm okay with you knowing sticks over salute your shorts and um, (laughs) she's a national treasure. Anyway. Okay. So three, five, five. We also know that anytime the British high officials were in town, the correspondences came at a steady pace. Anytime they left, the information slowed down. So it's assumed that whenever British officials were in town, she was there. She was in the mix of everything. Agent 355 is believed to have been from a well-off loyalist family, which would give her access to visiting officials. Also, the word lady tends to imply high status. So they think that this agent was from a well-off family. Ah, uh, like a lord and lady. Yes. Not in the United States. Well, this was still their colonial time frame. Fair. They're good point. Come on, historian. This would allow her to hear the chatter between officials and the men of the house. It was assumed that women share the same views as their better halves. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually one of the reasons that the chief of British intelligence, John Andre, had an attack foiled. By a lady. By a lady. So he had had a secret meeting to plan the event at the house he was staying at. And the wife of the house was listening in. So she told Washington, like, hey, this attack's going to happen here at this time. And whenever they showed up and Washington was, like, waiting for them. They're he, like, how could this have possibly <laughs> happened? Right? Well, no. He was like, ooh, there is um, trickery afoot. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> There's someone in our midst who is not. There's someone in our midst. 
well honey i no 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 be quiet right? i'm thinking <laughs> actually no that's pretty much it like he Wait, went to what? he went to everybody who was around during this and interviewed everyone except for the wife of the homeowner because he assumed that she shared the same political beliefs as her husband and she just kept quiet and uh-huh. walked in the kitchen raising children yeah exactly she would never I like her. Right. (laughs) So that's why people assume she was from a well-off loyalist family. There are some people who believe that 355 was actually Anna Strong who would hang the handkerchiefs. And actually, a lot of the things I read were people were like, so Agent 355 is Anna Strong. And then you have others that are like, we don't know who it was. And there's evidence to this, but there's also evidence against it and blah, blah, blah. So I personally don't think it was. But I'll tell you why in a minute. There was also the possibility that Agent 355 was a servant for a well-off loyalist family. Because she would be, you know, in the background cleaning. And there are stories of, like, people being down on the floor cleaning the floors. And you have to get down low and, like, listening through the cracks of the floorboard. And and whenever people walked in, they were just cleaning floors. Because why would the hired help have ears? Right? Or opinions or views, right? Mm-mm. Yeah. Oh, Rebecca's getting angry. Just treat humans like humans, guys. Come on. Thank you. It's a simple concept, but a lot of people don't get it. Still today. Are you a human? Yes. Awesome. Mm. No. Are you a cat? (laughs) (laughs) My criteria is, are you a living being? Have you murdered anybody? And if the answer is yes, if you're like a cat or anything, like me, that's fine. That's that's what your instincts tell you to do. But like a human, have you murdered anybody or done anything? Without good reason. Yes. Then it's foggy. But for the most part, human decency. Don't be a dick. And you won't get the stick. (laughs) And you won't get the stick. Oh, I got to change our group rules. Oh, yes. Sorry. Our Facebook, Facebook group. group, quick plug. We have a Ladies of Strange, a Facebook group. If you want to join, oh, we'll yeah. let you in. One of the rules is don't be a dick. <laughs> you won't or you get, get the, the stick. stick. And now I'm going to change it. Anyway, Perfect. continue. Okay. So the reason I don't believe it was Anna Strong is that quote from Culper Jr. to George Washington that said, one who hath been ever serviceable to this correspondence. Well, that came after a bunch of the members of the Culper Spiring were arrested, (gasps) including one who hath been ever serviceable to this correspondence. (gasps) Right. So, so including 355? Yes. Okay. And Anna Strong was never arrested. Anna Strong lived out her life with nobody knowing until... Anna Strong lived out her life hanging her skivvies on her clothes. So do they have a list of who was arrested? They do not. Darn it. That I knew of or that I know of. Again, I did research this week, but it's not like super intense. <laughs> Rebecca needs to know for her deductive reason. <laughs> I have questions. Well, basically what happened was, I'm sure this is in Hamilton, so a lot of people will know this, but I did not know this at the time. I, I like with, how Rebecca instinctually looks over at me, but I haven't seen it either. Have none of us seen Hamilton? Mm-mm. It's only come to Atlanta once, and it sold out in like 3.5 seconds. Again, guess what the only musical I've seen ever was? Dogs. Wicked. Cats. 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 <laughs> we knew this one. <laughs> There's not a musical called Dogs. It's like, Ashley, pure sarcasm on my right. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just really want to see Wicked. So I just it's, assume that people see have seen it. Side note, Wicked is here right now. And James didn't want to go with me. So we could have gone to see it. 
<laughs> Anytime there's a Broadway show in that you want to go to, let me know. Okay. I heard you. Just assume anytime you want to do something. That's usually the case, but she's been busy. I'm here That's too. I, w- I mean, I won't go to Wicked, but what? <laughs> I've never seen it. I also haven't That's read the, the book. Point. The point. Okay. You don't see it to go see it. You have to see something in order to say, oh yeah, I've seen that. It's I'll go not with like, you. Oh, I'm going to pirate this movie and then go see it at the theaters. Girl, it'll give us an excuse to get fancy. Oh, yeah. And go to the Fox Theater. So I mentioned Major John Andre earlier. He was the one whose plan was foiled yes. by the yes, housewife yes, yes, yes. who yes. didn't have different views. Um, who did have different views. Well, not in his book. Uh, why would woman have views? Oh. <laughs> I like how you went caveman with that. I appreciate <laughs> that. Why woman have you? So he got in with somebody that I'm sure Hamilton people know about. Benedict Arnold, at the beginning of the Revolutionary War, was a fighter for justice. He wanted freedom. He was a go-getter in the Revolutionary War. By the time that John Andre started like coming around and got to know this guy, he offered Benedict Arnold a ton of money to kind of hand over the U.S. Army. <laughs> okay. Our Continental <laughs> Army. And he was like, cool. Score. It was speculated that when all of this happened, 355 passed along critical information that exposed this treason (gasps) and led to the arrest of John Andres, who was captured with maps of West Point and a pass signed by Benedict Arnold in his possession. So it kind of screwed over Benedict Arnold as well. How do we know that his wife isn't? Well, he wasn't married. No, Arnold or Adams. Oh, well, it is believed because we women don't have views at this time. (laughs) But these these women had views and she got her husband arrested. Well, Benedict Arnold ultimately escaped. So before Andre was captured and then Benedict Arnold was able to escape because he heard news of this, Andre was hanged. But it's believed that the correspondent was very close to John Andre's and he was kind of a ladies man. Like he didn't care who you were. He was going to stick it in. Basically, Benedict Arnold was a piece of shit who was a traitor and 355 was like, hold up, I got this and exposed John Andre and Benedict Arnold escaped but whatever so when all of this happened basically the secret agents the spies fled because they were like shit arnold has escaped like we don't know he may know who we are now because we were expecting him to just be like caught and gone so they all fled but about two weeks things started to calm down and they're like cool we can go back home when they went back home they were all arrested the sound effect out of my mouth rebecca (laughs) i've been hanging out with y'all too much (laughs) But so Robert Townsend is like the ringleader of the Culper spy report or spy. What am I calling this? Culper spy ring. Spy ring. (laughs) (laughs) The Culper spy ring. The Culper spy report. The Culper spy ring. The Culper report. (laughs) The Colbert report. Nope. 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 (laughs) So he's kind of the ringleader and he lost his shit when all of this happened when they were arrested like he became an alcoholic he became a recluse things started just like let his life fall apart my life is hard i have a tiny penis (laughs) (laughs) this is one of the good guys we can't be making fun of him like i can and i I mean that's true So Townsend gave up spying and basically like let his life fall apart. It is believed that Agent 355 was his common law wife. Mm. Yes. And that she was pregnant. (gasps) 
The scandal. Pregnant. Pregnant. So Agent 355 was held aboard the notorious prison ship HMS Jersey in the New York Harbor. 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 (laughs) (laughs) And basically this prison ship, like there were a lot of prison ships, but this was the one that if you got on it, you weren't expected to live more than a few months. A prison ship? Mm -hmm. Oh no. Because think about it. You've got to go back to, they arrest you. They take you back to Britain and like stocks and stuff. I don't know. But (laughs) so instead of like having prisons in the colonies where they're revolting and like somebody could come in and like somebody in the prison could be a espionage. They just like took them out to sea? I guess. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she gave birth to a little boy and allegedly died on the ship. So that's all we really know about 355 or what we assume was 355. Robert Townsend, his brother, I believe was John Townsend, ended up letting him stay with him. And John had John Townsend Jr., who there's really no records of him and his wife having a child. It's believed that Agent 355 was pregnant with Robert Townsend's son. John raised him as his own to kind of keep covers. And one of the theories is that this little boy was Agent 355's son. And this is where I have in my notes, mother of guy who did a thing. So poor Rebecca and Ashley, you guys don't have to worry about it because Rebecca's awesome at editing, but they're gonna have to wait a second while I look up exactly what he did. Ta-da! Okay, I was wrong. James Townsend, not John Townsend. So James Townsend Jr. When he grew up, he became a lawyer and went into politics. And one of the pet projects that he started was the Prison Ship Martyrs Memorial Fund, which eventually became the Prison Ship Martyrs Monument at Fort Greene Park in New York. This monument is nearly 150 feet tall and commemorates the men and women who lost their lives aboard these horrible prison ships. So was his mother one of those who lost their life to these terrible ships Hmm. was his mother agent 355 was agent 355 a badass bitch the answer is yes to to the last one the other two we don't know we're we're not 100 percent sure my view is that yes she was robert townsend's common law wife but yeah no take it as you will i say i'm right so i'm right but whatever because <laughs> it's my story exactly it's my story so here's the deal my story so <laughs> agent 355 was robert townsend's common law wife since this is my story <laughs> and that's how history works exactly ladies and gentlemen there is also a theory that agent 355 was multiple women but whatever i don't like that theory as much as my <laughs> and that's what i've got <laughs> <laughs> That is what I've got for you on Agent 355. Awesome. Oh, also September 3rd, 1783, the Treaty of Paris was signed, signaling peace between America and Britain. Had to wrap that up, just in case anybody didn't know that that war is over. They might not know the details. Yeah. We have people who aren't in America. America? America? (laughs) By the way, (laughs) funny little antidote. I was at my parents' church, and the associate pastor is fun. We've mentioned him before. He's a hoot and a half. And uh, Adeline had this little rubber duck that had American flag on it. And he walked, or she handed it to him, and he goes, America. And I looked at him, and I was like, he's not going to finish this song. And he goes, duck, yeah. <laughs> and he thought it was the funniest thing ever. So America, duck, yeah. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So if anybody wants to look up any more badass bitches and send them my way, I'll, I'll cover them. I would love to watch you teach a history class. Oh, yeah, it'd be great. I'm telling you, I'm going to write a history book. 
It's going to be wonderful. Adeline, I'm going to homeschool her and no. teach her my history. No, that would be harmful <laughs> that to society. That would just be the biography of it's not like what's America's name, actually AJ? learned anything from our history. So <laughs> you probably wouldn't be putting her too far behind the rest of the country. Oh, wow. That's so sad. But so but true. So true. Well then. <laughs> so UK friends, we're coming for you. Uh... <laughs> Not that way. <laughs> I meant like we're leaving She's here. starting her own revolutionary war. <laughs> we're leaving here? Like we are going to leave the States and go I do want to visit, but I got a lot of people here that I got to stick by. We'll take them with us. Okay, it's cool. Fine. We'll <gasps> figure out the logistics later. We'll start our own commune over in Europe. Can't Somewhere wait. Somewhere out there. There's a commune waiting for us. Okay, I'm getting the look. So remember, friends, <laughs> everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can find them. You can share. <laughs> if you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, ladiesestrange.com, which also has a link to the merch now. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. Or you can email your questionable topics, not the lurch, not the merch, or you can email your questionable topics to us at theladiesestrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can now, we have been there for a while, but you can find us on Patreon (laughs) and big Patreon announcements. Wait, no. Updates. Yep. Updates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Coming next week. Mm -hmm. Check it out. (laughs) Check it out. Bye-bye. Oh, keep it strange, <laughs> lovelies. <laughs> Bye. Hi. I did my notes. You can't ask much more for me. It looks like three five five. Bow. Bow. Bow.